Holy Spirit, come into this place. Oh, God, I ask you right now, God, that you will have me behind the cross. Give me access and ability to minister in the third heaven that I may rightly divide the word of truth. Oh, God, I pray that you would tilt and follow the grounds of our hearts, oh, God, that make teaching easy and receptible and revelation, God, applicable to our lives like never before, God. Oh, God, I ask you right now that, God, that you will bless this word. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray, amen. If I was going to give you a thought today, it would be I want. I know that we are Mother's Day, and I know that you are looking at your life and, and, and examining where you are. You're looking at the times in which you're in, and you're trying to figure out what is God saying. And a lot of times that we don't understand what God is saying and doing in this hour because this is the midst, in the midst of the going down of a pandemic, but America would not be the same. And God gave me this message this, this morning. It says, I want. And a lot of times, we need to be led now, more, not so much by our flesh or what we think is right. We need to be led by the Spirit. The title of my message is, I want. We need to be led by the Holy Spirit. Romans 8 and 14 says, for, for all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God for all those led by God's Spirit or God's Son. Only those people who are led by God's Spirit are his children. Not every time we cry, God gives us what we want. We live in an hour. We've been taught that every time our children or every time we cry or somebody else around us that we love cry, we feel like we ought to do it. But God does not give us come thy rescue here. A lot of times he does not give us what we want because of our cry. You got to understand something. It's God is, is led by his spirit and you need to be taking on the characteristics of God. You need to apply what God has given in his word that you would apply it to your life now because the way that you counsel, the way that you minister with your children is a different area now. You got to understand something. Every time that you get another age, uh, that is another level of wisdom that's being applied or should be applied to your life. And one thing about God, because he's the ancient of days, uh, he's already got all wisdom, all counsel and might. Uh, Isaiah 11 chapter tells you about the seven spirits of God. We need to apply these things in our lives. Uh, we need to be good stewards. We need to be applying good counsel and wisdom into our children in this hour. But if you're stuck in the old way, you're going to miss what God is saying. Huh? And you're going to miss what God is doing in your family or trying to do in your family. Because every time God comes in and rearrange some furniture in your life, you're going to think it's the devil. And you're going to be rebuking the spirit of God and not knowing that you're, you're not in the spirit of Christ. And so therefore, you don't have an understanding what is God is doing and what God is doing in this hour. In order for God to break you to the next level or next relationship with your children. He's going to have to move some furniture around. You could be sitting in that chair for 20, 30 years, but God says, I'm pulling the chair out the house, or I'm putting it on the left side of the room where it was on the right side. You need to understand what God is saying, I want. And God is doing a new thing. He says, behold, look at here. I'm making an announcement that I'm doing a new thing in the earth. He says, why thinking not strange? So why are you answering every cry? Every time a child cries, it doesn't mean the cry is the same. But if you do not have the spiritual ears to hear the spiritual cry that's coming out from the soul, 
our feelings get in the way of God, godly decisions. And we get in trouble with God. We get in trouble with God. And we don't understand what God is saying. And we need to understand what God is saying in this hour. We need to see that God is moving in a different realm and in a different anointing. First Kings 21, we're going to be talking about Ahab and Nabal. First Kings 21. And it came to pass after these things that Nabal, the Jezreelite, the Jezreelite, had a vineyard, which was in Jezreel, next to the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. So Ahab spoke to Nabal, saying, Give me your vineyard that I have it for a it's a vegetable garden because it is near or next to my house and for it I will give you a vineyard better than it or it seems good to you I will give you its worth and money so listen to this Ahab wants something but because Nabal understands that value is not in the money but it's in value and by what his father has placed and given to him to be a governor or a keeper of. That's the difference between godly wisdom and godly counsel. It is based and surrounded and rooted in the things of God. His wisdom, his knowledge. And this is what is happening. Let's finish reading verse 2, 1 Kings 21 and 2. Starting at verse 3, it says, And Nabal said to Ahab, The Lord forbid that I should give you the inheritance of my father to you. So Ahab went into the house, Solomon, and I looked up that word. This is what it means. Bad temper. Gloomy. Ahab wanted something based on what he saw. And when he can't get what he wants, he gets into a bad attitude or a state of disarray and it's going to cause him to cry to somebody else and it's going to scheme to get what he wants. And a lot of times you don't understand what is the cry that's coming out in your children or the cry that's coming out of you? Your child is going to cry like you cried. They're going to scheme and connive and plot to do things to get you on their side. So they're going to put up all of this stuff to push you into that direction. But Nabal could not be moved. Because he understood the value in which he possessed And I remember during a time in the Christian thing back in the 90s and everything else, it was like naming and claiming. Or if you saw somebody in the church that had a nice bag, they would just give it to you. 
that is not the season that we're in. We're in the season now that you're going to have to be the sons of God and being led by his spirit. If you're not going to be led by his spirit, you're going to be in a place now that you're not going to know what to do because you have not exercised your spiritual authority in Christ Jesus and pull on the nine gifts of the Holy Ghost power that you will understand what is presented before you. So people in the church have gotten lazy. They've gotten complacent. And they're looking at the faces. The face will deceive you, but the spirit of Christ that's in you will all allow you to see what is speaking to you, what is happening beyond words, what is happening beyond facial expression. I want. We need to be led by the Holy Spirit. And we're not because we don't have the spirit of Christ. Yet you say you have the Holy Ghost. Some people have the Holy Ghost and haven't even spoken in tongues in 20 years. But yet they say they got the power. Let me tell you something. Every now and then, huh? guess what that old, old engine should rile up sometime. So he became bad-tempered. He became gloomy. So this all this is saying is his countenance change. And I speak to every mother today and every parent that you need to understand what is going on because the earth is changing and our children are coming to a place now that the prayers that you prayed 10 and 20 years ago are starting to be an answer. You got to understand something. There's going to be a great move of God. And if you're not in the spirit of Christ, you're not going to understand what God is doing in this hour because you're stuck in the old way. You got to understand something. There's a new move of God coming in and you got to have an anointing like never before and having a power and a, an authority in Christ that you will understand how to hear the voice of God in this hour because if you're not rooted and planted like a tree by the rivers of living water you shall not be moved but because you got skates on you skating all over you don't even know you think God is here you think God is there and when you go to the skate ring everybody's bumping into each other that don't know how to skate and that is the body of Christ Verse 4, so Ahab went into his house seldom and displeased because of the word which Nabal, the Jezreelite, had spoken to him. For he had said, I will not give you the inheritance of my father. It says, and he laid down on his bed, turned away his face, and it says, would, it says and would eat no food. But Jezebel, his wife, came to him and said to him, Why is your spirit so seldom that you do not eat? Now Jezebel has already got a spirit of corruption. So Jezebel is taking this opportunity to usurp her power, her authority. Because one thing about when you got a Jezebel spirit, every opportunity that you can to do evil, you look and, and radiate and plot to make it about you. And this is what she's doing. It's really not about Ahab. It's really about she's got an opportunity to exercise her authority. Because it was already in her. And this is what God gave me. We will plot to get whatever we want. A lot of times you're taking what your child is doing, you're using that authority. 
worthy because it's already in you to plot, scheme to get what they want because you tried to satisfy and please. And one thing I've learned over the years about your flesh, your flesh will never be satisfied. You can give your children one thing the next day. They're going to come and act like you didn't do the thing that you did the day before because the flesh is always wanting. It's always conniving. It's always trying to get a loophole into something. So how do we do this, parents? Credit cards. You get a second job. And the excuse that you would give yourself is that my child wants this, so whatever my child wants, I'm going to do it because they're a good child. Good grades ain't got nothing to do with a bad spirit. We will make it happen at any cost sometimes. You need to see what's going on. I'm talking to the mothers today. I want, but everything that you want or your child wants is not good for you. You need to see, as God was speaking yesterday in the prayer service, what type of parent you need to be in this hour. Because the days are gone now that we move in the spiritual realm or move in the natural like we used to do. Because that hour is long gone. Now we get to really be led by the Spirit. Because if you're not led by the Spirit, you may get somewhere that you cannot get back. Because God has not ordained it. The grace and mercy is leaving like never before. And God is looking for people that are serving him with a full heart. A half cup will not get it anymore. And God is not answering stuff. This is not the hour for money, houses, and land. I'm not saying that God is not blessing people. He will always bless people. But you got to understand something. The way that he's blessing now is he's going to be blessing the ones that's faithful in heart, that's hearing, and that's obeying his voice and walking it out according to what his will and purpose is for their life in this hour. What I want may not be what God wants for me. The way that I do and used to move, God is not blessing and ordaining it like he used to. So Jezebel was using this as an opportunity to operate in something that was already in her. Verse 6, so he said to her, because I spoke to Naboth the Jezreelite and said to him, give me your vineyard for money or else if it pleases you, I will give you another vineyard for it. And he answered, I will not give you my vineyard. Now there's another dynamics when he's made his open heart confession. He already knows Jezebel and what she's capable of. And what I'm trying to tell you, sometimes your children, sometimes you plot and not even saying a word, but because the spirits are speaking, you're plotting to get what you want done, and they're plotting and scheming along with you to get it done. This is right now, you got to go down to the second and third layer of your flesh and understand the movements and why we're doing some of the things that we're doing. I told somebody, you like being in this state of mind and consciousness. 
And I said, I say these things for them to think about why you're moving and scheming the way that you're doing. There's something in you that's drawing you to do evil. There's something in you that's drawing you to always trying to please something that will never please. And a lot of times when you look at people with low self-esteem, because they don't have it, they'll try to reach out to any and everything else, even their children and the people on their job, and yet they don't realize that they're being used. But yet, because I'm empty and I have not allowed God to fill me up, so I will do whatever it takes to please someone else that it appears that I'm being happy or looked upon as something that I'm greater or I'm a good person, but yet you really not because the way it is, huh? When you go home and look at yourself in the mirror, you still got low self-esteem. You still got conniving deceit lying within you. And we don't understand. We got to move out in truth. If you're not honest with yourself, you will never be honest with nobody else. Jezebel and Ahab was never honest with themselves, but yet the underlying issue was they were both schemers and connivers. And they used and fed off of each other. I've been in homes where there's a family dynamics going on. They're used to operating the way that they are. And so yet, even though it's crazy to me, but yet it seems right with them. Now God's trying to get down to the second and third layer that he pulls this stuff up that we can truly be set free and delivered. You need to know why you're doing what you're doing. And a lot of times, we don't understand the movements in which we're doing. Galatians 5 and 19. I want you to see something. If you don't get delivered over yourself, but first you have to recognize what God is trying to tell you that you need to be delivered from. A lot of times we don't understand that we just like Jezebel, we just like Ahab, we like moving at our own strength and power, but yet you say that you're born again, yet you say that you're saved, but yet you have not submitted under the mighty hands of God. We're still moving, trying to move on his power and his strength, but yet you're not understanding that God is not in it anymore. God is moving, he's maneuvering himself in a different way amongst the people of God, and he's looking for one that's going to stand on the wall and be a watchman, and in any order for you to be a true watchman, you have to be true to yourself. So when God is showing you something, you're not putting your mind and your self-esteem on it that you can see what the Spirit of Christ is really trying to show you. Even if it's about yourself or even if it's about your children, your family, your husband, your wife, or anybody else, you need to understand a true watchman sees the truth because he's receiving the truth from God and it's not contaminated. Anything that you get from man is a possibility of being contaminated. But when God speaks to you, and you got his spirit to understand truth. Truth has to reside. Truth understands truth. Like deception and conniving understands. God told him, you acting like your father the devil. Because their spirit was not with God. Galatians 5 and 19, it says, works of the flesh. Now the works of the flesh are evident. That's the reality. It's plain and clear. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, licentiousness, verse 20, adultery, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousy, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambition, 
dissension, heresies. All of these things lie in the works of the flesh. A lot of times we don't want to identify with something evil in the Bible, but God put it there so you can identify, so you can recognize it in you. But I want. And then you got a problem when your children becomes like you. And this is what is happening. There's so much division in the family now. There are so many things going on now that we thought that we would never see, but it's happening now. And we're trying to figure out what it is. I'm going to read you something from Matthew, the 10th chapter. Do not think that I come to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. He's trying to divide something. A lie from the truth. Just like there's a separation of the family when the spirit of Elijah comes, that's one of the things that's going to bring families together. Sometimes it has to be a separation in order for you to get delivered and they to get delivered. So when you come back, you can do the work. You could be in the right fellowship. All your children know is you and the husband arguing and fighting in the house. Huh? And then they go and you go to their house now huh? with their husband or their boyfriend and that's what the same thing is going on. Huh? And you trying to talk to them, but yeah, you have never been delivered. For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's fault will be those of his own household. And we don't want to understand that because we think because we pay tithes and offerings that God is going to bless our mess. God is just going to come in and rearrange our family. But yet, you don't want him to touch you in your flesh. You need to understand something. God is doing something great and mighty in this hour. There's a change coming. There's a great manifestation of the power of God with the sons of man. Because now the hour is being set for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you cannot be and stay the same and accept yourself. Prepare yourself for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. You cannot stay the same. You have to prepare. You have to get set free and delivered by the power. You have to receive the raw of the power of the word of God. You can't go around blinded. You can't go around naked and ashamed anymore. You got to tell God to pull it off. If you pull it off on Broadway 64, God, as long as you pull it off, that the light from heaven will shine. Then you don't need to be caring about your neighbor. I don't care what my neighbors think. They heard you arguing anyway. They heard you fighting and complaining and cussing anyway. There's a new hour that's coming. And God is moving by his power. He's moving by his might. And there's a great revival coming in the land. And God is doing what he has to do. By any means necessary, the kingdom of God suffered violence. And the violence taken back by force. And the church folks have gotten lazy. And now God is raising up another generation that's coming with a sword and fire out of their mouth. And they got an anointing because they want the truth. And they're going to receive it. Whatever you're seeking for, God is going to reveal it. He 
said, seek the kingdom of God and all of these things shall be added unto you. Nabal understood what was going on. And nothing could entice him. Nothing could persuade him to give up the inheritance. But you want to think because your child has got a degree or your child has got the best of everything, you're going to leave them your inheritance. God said, man, you may need to leave it to the church. God said, you may leave it to the granddaughter, not the child. Because God understands what's going on behind the scenes. What is a man to gain the whole world and to lose his soul? For years and years, people have been coming to church full of uh, a debt. Trying to look a certain way. Your children got to look a certain way on Sunday. But you go home huh, and you're crying because all the bills are laid out there on the table. Huh? You can't even have dinner in peace huh? because you and the husband discussing the debt. Huh? You need to understand something now. Huh? If you're in debt, you need to get rid of it. Huh? This is the hour that God wants the people free. Huh? Free and detached from the things of the world. Huh? God is looking for soldiers now huh? that's free and willing to move at any cost huh? by any means necessary. Huh? You need to understand what God is saying. Huh? When I call you and appoint you to move in this hour, I don't want you to be attached to anything in Babylon. I want. We need to be led by the Holy Spirit. Because it's speaking. But you're in the right frequency to hear what the Spirit of God is saying. Being in a church does not mean that you hear the Spirit of Christ. It does not mean that pastor is speaking directly to you that Sunday. You need to understand something. God is trying to separate some things. That we can hear his voice. One of the biggest things in the church besides unforgiveness is the people don't know the voice of God. So therefore, when your children, your husband, somebody your job speak to you, you think it's the voice of God because they quote scripture behind it. But that don't make it God. And we're good for saying, I was just thinking about that. And that may be confirmation. But then there also could be something that keeps you hearing that voice. Satan's a trickster. He's a conniver. Ahab was telling Jezebel everything that was in his heart and making it believable. How can I have a bad-tempered spirit? And when I'm talking, I'm telling her everything in the spirit. That anger is coming out. That rage, that doom and gloom. And you're going to make Nabal look bad. you got to understand something. It's just like when your children come home. They did not tell you they threw the first pin across the room. But the teacher hit them in the hand. You're going to go and run and believe what your child is saying because they're in a place. I saw them and they're in their place that they're speaking about what somebody else done to them because they don't like the consequences or the outcome of their actions. You need to see what God is saying in this hour. You need to know how to counsel your children in this new season. And do it with wisdom. I looked up the word counsel, advise, especially the given, it says given formally. Advice given, especially as a result of consultation. You are looking at their faces and not their spirits. Their faces don't need counseling, but their spirits do. 
And as parents, Isaiah 50 and 7 says this, For the Lord God will help me, therefore shall I not be confounded. It says, Therefore I have set my face like a flint, and I know that I shall not be ashamed. Some of you are so tied up into your children. Your children is your life and your world. And some of you don't even realize that your children are, are bigger than God. They're idols in your life. But it comes a time that you're going to have to separate yourself from the fleshly things of this world that you can tap in more into the spiritual things. Uh, you've got to understand something a blind man cannot see, but yet his spiritual awareness is more keener because he has to rely on the spiritual realm. You've got to have to understand God is going to have to blind your eyes from their faces, <laughs> blind their eyes from the things that appears that are going on good in their life and bad in their life, that you can be a counsel of what you need. I do have, I give you the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You ain't got money to give them because they got enough. They're spoiled. They're rebellious. But you need maybe to give them the power of God. That what you're saying of the unction of the Holy Spirit, that is going to reside with them after they're out of your presence. For the Lord God will help me. Do you really believe that God would help you? Some of you, when your children talk to you, it's like a pulling on, they, on your heart. It pulls you all the way down. And then they step on your heart and they have a surf over you. And you do whatever they tell you to do because you are tied to the flesh. They came from you. Matthew 10, 34 said, I come to bring a sword. I came to bring a separation. come to uproot some things. And a lot of times, we don't want that. We want what we want, and we don't care. And a lot of times, God is calling up us higher to him. And I want to tell you something, Jeremiah 1 and 10. Some of you, God is making a profit in your own household. You got to see, he says, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdom. We're talking about your personal house. This is God speaking to Elijah, but God is giving me revelation for you, those that are nations and kings in your own house. This is your job and your commission to root out and to pull down to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. Plant what? That they may be trees of righteousness. Do you want your children to be at your age getting knowledge and revelation? Are you bettering them? Are you preparing them for the coming of the Lord? Whether they like you or respect you or not, huh? whether you give them money or not, it does not matter. Huh? But if you speak in truth to them, that's what matters. We need to be a different counselor. Huh? You ain't been counseling their faces. Huh? We've been counseling their emotions. Huh? We've been counseling them about men and we've been counseling them about women. Huh? We've been counseling them about college, but you're not counseling them about their soul and where they're going to end up in the end time. And the call that's on so many of their lives. 
And we need to come into a place that when I've done all that I can, that I stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. You keep trying to forgive and, and do things out of, out of being in a place that you're feeling sorry or regret. You need to just rise up in your most holy faith and do what God is calling you to do in this hour. It's not about feelings. It's not about emotions. It's not even about what you've done 30 years. Why are you letting your children hold you captive over something you did 20, 30, 10 years ago? That is crazy in you in the house of God and in deliverance. So who really needs to be delivered? Who really needs to be set free? Who really needs to take the word of God at what it said that it is? And apply to our own lives. So many parents are living out of regret. Living out of what you think that you've done wrong. But if you did the best that you could at that hour because you were crazy and, and didn't know God for yourself, but yet you were in the house of God. But as you continue to go with God and stay with God through the ups and downs of your life, wisdom comes. When more wisdom and knowledge comes, more forgiveness because the word is wrapping around your loins and your bones and your joints. And you're not like those bones that's out there in Ezekiel in the valley dry because God is breathing a word of you and it's bringing forth life that you can live. I want. We need to be led by the Holy Spirit. And then what, what his, what um, Naboth ended up dying. First Kings 21. Jezebel created a scheme and a plan to have him killed. But what's the strange thing about it is they invited him to a gathering or a feast or a party. And they discredited him openly and in public. How many of your children have done the same thing? But no man can kill what God has not ordained at that time. It may appear that they won. Because you going down to the to the um, the 17th chapter, guess what? He gets prophesied of his death. You need to understand what's going on in this hour. Just like Ahab did not get away, you're not gonna get away. You have to come into the place. Therefore, for I shall not be confounded. Therefore, I have set my face like a flint, and I know that I shall not be ashamed. Isaiah 50 and 7. Turn to me to Isaiah, the 11th chapter, talking about the seven spirits of Christ. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, Isaiah 11 and 2. The spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Number one, the spirit of the Lord. Jesus Christ creates his own life within us. 
Two, spirit of knowledge. Knowledge will enable us to understand the truth. Number three, the spirit of understanding. It says when a person is able to receive the things the way they are, he will perceive a grain of wisdom. The spirit of, number four is the spirit of wisdom. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Ephesians 1 and 17. Number five, the spirit of counsel. God counsels his disciples and shows the right path in making decisions. Number six, the spirit of power. As a child of God, we get the power of cho choice. You get to choose. Number seven, the spirit of fear of the Lord. This faith in God makes humans beings to behave without any sin in their mind. And you need to understand something. It says spirit of the fear of the Lord. That means God. When you're interacting with your children or anybody because you got the fear of the Lord, he will give you the power to do what is right. Because he's the governing spirit. Like I told you, sometimes when your children or somebody talks to you, your whole spirit just bows down. But you'll be able to stand and speak truth because you're hearing the voice of God. The fear of the Lord is beginning of what? Wisdom. And we need to see what God is saying in this hour. I pray that something's been said and done. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.